You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye and welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan Knightson. With me, also as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Man. Freddie, Mikey, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. AW Dynamite is tonight. They just got a new deal. I'm excited. We are in the age of revolution, baby. Yeah, we're recording this on January 15th, um, and it was announced today that AEW uh, not only are extended into a into 2023, extended for another three years, uh, which means they're, they're here to stay, buddy. They're, they're, they're here to party and stay, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, and not only that, but they're getting a second TV show, uh, a second show straight to series, uh, according to their press release. Yeah, um, I, Mikey and I have already been talking about it back to back, and like, what does that mean? What like, what does it mean that what we're gonna do? I mean, the obvious thing for me is that like, look, it is it. It's not too obvious that AEW is getting extension on their deal. They probably told TNT that they're going to have at least four hundred fans weekly, and they blew those numbers out the water. So AEW, I would hope they'd have at least four hundred. Yeah. 400,000, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm just talking in thousands. They have at least 400,000. AEW Dynamite blew those numbers out of the water, so they're like, yeah, extended it. But a second show, Mikey? Ryan, quick, what's the show name? AEW Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of the TNT brand. AEW Counterpeg. Powder keg. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, powder peg. <laughs> powder keg. Uh, AEW because we're talking. It's because right. It's like a thunder, and um, that other show. AEW. Um. Uh, well, I don't know. A-E-W, I don't know what the hell this AEW. Boom. AEW bang. AEW Bang sounds gross. <laughs> uh, I don't know what their new show would be. Um, I, the better question to me, Mikey, is what the freaking what day is the show going to be? That's I think the bigger question about this whole story. It's just going to be called AEW. <laughs> because you can't do Boom because that means Adam Cole's going to arrive, and if you can, you can do <laughs> Bang, but I mean that sounds weird. AEW and also Dynamite's a noun. We've got to keep this as a noun-based program. AEW oh. Lightning. I like Lightning. I just took that from Thunder and just made it Lightning. <laughs> AEW. Oh, B Elite. We're very <laughs> we're but we're gonna focus. But all the proceeds of the shows are gonna go to helping bees. A 
knowing knowing the subtlety they've been going with recently in their uh, jabs at WWE, it's just going to be called AEW Fuck WWE. <laughs> oh, Jesus. AEW Dark Order. AEW definitely not SmackDown. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, AEW Punch per- Up. Jesus Christ. I think, Mikey, I think the bigger story is AEW what day Cook. is the show going to be, not what the, sh- what the title is. Because yeah, we can yeah. spend here all day. What day do you think that's good show going to be? Because honestly, they already they already got Wednesdays. They're already competing with NXT on Wednesdays. I think they're going to mm-hmm. try to start uh, punching punching up here, like uh, in weight class. I think they're going to go for either Monday or Friday. I think they're going to do it. I think Friday's the easier bet. Maybe maybe Mondays, but. Dude, I don't know because you, you, I guess you have. Dark I would say on Friday Tuesdays. because of the fact that Raw has the extra hour. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be a two-hour show, then Raw's going to have the extra hour to like. People are gonna, just going to go watch it after Dynamite anyway. Yeah, I guess the question is like, how is the second show? How many hours is the second show going to be? Is it going to be dark and then just dark is just moving to actual primetime television? Um you know what is this a whole nother show like is it gonna be dark dynamite and something else um because because yeah it's like okay so it has to be something with a d then so it's dark so it's the alliteration there oh it's gotta be i'm just gonna google d words dark dynamite and doom Ooh, aew doom aew destruction (laughs) that's not bad d words dynamite dynamite dark and destruction AEW dab. Fuck off. Because <laughs> um, they could go Friday. They could do Thursdays. They could do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Honestly, I think that's not the worst idea. Mm. I don't know. It seems... I guess. Yeah, I think that's, that's that one's doable. AEW doable. AEW doable is not... Isn't... It's not anything. <laughs> but it's doable. It's not anything, but it's doable. <laughs> I Yeah, I, 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 like the, I would love to see what happens with this. But with this, Mikey, what are we talking about AEW over here? We're not an AEW show. What the, what the frick? What the frick yeah. frack? We gotta bring it back. We gotta bring it back to SmackDown. Bring it back all the way back to SmackDown. If you're new to this show, you're probably confused because we just talked about AEW for how many minutes? 12 hours? Eight, seven. eight minutes, seven eight minutes. So we've just been talking about AEW for a little bit, but we're not an AEW show. We are a WWE booking show. What does that mean, Mikey? Tell me what that means, Mikey. I'm that, throwing it to you. You're doing the intro now. That means we have we have drafted our own roster of superstars. We have we have been booking our own version of SmackDown Live through the weeks. We book our own pay per views, book our own cards, and it's like it's fantasy booking te- stepped up to the next level. We. We always said that WWE sucks and that we can do it better, so we put our money where our mouth is, and here we are, doing this show. And by we, we really mean, like, the wrestling world at large. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like, that's what all the wrestling is, right? Like, all the wrestling was like, hey, everyone says WWE sucks, so let's do it ourselves. And then, and boom. Revolution happened. And then 2023, AEW doable, coming to your screens every Friday night. You know, it's it's happening. And, you know, I'm not saying that we're going to get hired by AEW because we definitely need more help when it comes to making a whole nother show. 
uh, and coming up with ideas because there's already been some stuff happening with just the one show. So maybe maybe they need more help. I'm not saying that we're putting ourselves out there and being like, hey, hire us. I'm just saying, Mikey, that, you know, I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm free and available to hang out anytime, Cody. <laughs> Cody, I just, all I'm saying, Cody, is that, look, look, I can I can come over, pet Pharaoh, whatever you feel like. Yeah, I'm just saying I want to be best friends. Is that too much to ask? If it is, then I'm hire I'm just saying me, come over you know? to my house for dinner one day. Yeah, you want – I love it. I got you great ideas. AEW Doable. AEW, AEW dab, AEW, AEW, AEW dad bod. We only have Adam Page. <laughs> I like it. AEW dark order. AEW Adam, light. AEW dad bod. It's just Adam Page versus Evil Udo every single week. <laughs> AEW Dan House. <laughs> <laughs> AEW don't. AEW World Tour, where you where that's the show where you have New Japan guys, Ring of Honor guys, NWA guys all coming on, and AEW guys and all fighting each other. Dang, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm chock full of great ideas, and this is also. I mean, these are ideas, but the likelihood of that happening is probably slim to none. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, I, I just I don't want to hang out. Anyways, to get my desperate <laughs> desperate pleas aside, Mikey, like you said, uh, let's book some shows. We we have a whole card of SmackDown. We're on the road to WrestleMania. If you haven't heard our latest Royal Rumble pay per view special, it's out, baby. Plus a whole other episode after that. So this is episode two on a road to Elimination Chamber, and then uh, WrestleMania around that corner, baby. We're on the so road we to full... the we're on the road to the the rest stop that is Elimination Chamber, and then we're fully on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, baby. We got a full card already prepped for you. Mikey, let's get into it. We're opening up SmackDown this week with the pure Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak, and Dash Wilder. Uh, Daniel Bryan says that Elimination Chamber is coming up. And because of this, you know, he's decided as the current WWE champion, Daniel Bryan has decided that he is refusing to wrestle in the Elimination Chamber, citing that the structure doesn't promote pure wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, just dumb entertainment for you fans. Dang, you Bring would never, you would never see the likes of William Regal, Ricky Steamboat, Luthez, Dynamite Kid, Masawa in that match. So why would should someone of his own caliber compete in it? I don't know. You man. know? He's not in it. He's not gonna be. Sorry, everybody, not gonna be there. Uh, then GM Page comes out and says that, sure, if he doesn't want to be in the chamber, that's fine, but you'll still be defending your title at the pay-per-view. However, you'll not just face one opponent, but rather two. And then his opponents come out, Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee walk out, and Whoa. the pure freak out and whatnot. That's right. At Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship, it's going to be Daniel Bryan taking on Keith Lee and the Velveteen Dream in a triple threat match. Whoa, big match here for especially for Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee. First opportunity at the WWE Championship, big match for them. Yeah, I mean, don't forget last year the pay per view before WrestleMania Fastlane, the WWE Championship changed hands, went from AJ Styles to Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, who knows what can happen with Keith Lee and Velveteen Dream there as well. Velveteen Dream definitely wants Daniel Bryan's number. Keith Lee also does. Everyone wants WB title, so why not? Everyone's um, got eyes on it. Everyone's got their eyes on it. So I guess that means, Mikey, that the Elimination Chamber is going to be, the men's Elimination Chamber, I should say, is going to be a number one contenders match. Ooh, okay. I'm assuming for WrestleMania. Yes, this is going to be for WrestleMania, not for later in the card uh, of Elimination Chamber. I get like that's what that's what we're surmising that Elimination Chamber will the men's Elimination Chamber will be a number one contenders match for WrestleMania. The winner will face the winner of that triple threat. Um, yep, so, I yeah. like it. And I think there's only one way to to set up these people, and that's uh, qualifiers. Yeah. So match qualifiers. So match qualifiers always always good. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get to those match qualifiers as we get through the show. Yep. Uh, I think one of those is our main event tonight, Mikey. Yes, we have a big qualifying match for our main event. And I'm very excited to get to it. Okay. Yeah. Let's. But uh, in between now and then, we got more card left. What are yeah. we doing, Mikey? So our first match on the card is Sheamus versus Mustafa Ali, with none other than the stars of the dirt sheet on commentary, <laughs> Miz and John Morrison. Uh, and Sheamus ends up winning this match. Uh, Miz gets a little feisty at the end. Sheamus probably says some words. Uh, Morrison holds him back, though. Uh, and Mustafa Ali is visibly dejected from yet another loss. Uh, as we know, last week he, uh, suffered a loss to Roman Reigns. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Another loss from Mustafa Ali. Um, very interested to see where we're going with Ali. I knew we talked about it last week with uh, One Nation. Maybe want to do some scouting missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe want to bring Mustafa Ali in there. Sheamus getting another victory. Another reason why he should be in that intercontinental picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, a win over Mustafa. Um, you know, and, 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 and yeah, I, I imagine Sheamus and Miz had a little bit of uh, back and forth. Like, did you already say that? Yeah. Yeah, Miz and Sheamus have a little bit of back and forth. Miz gets a little bit aggressive, and Morrison holds him back. Stops him. Okay. Stops a big brawl from happening. That's good. Less, less big brawls. <laughs> less always, chaos. Okay. Always, always good. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's settle it down a little bit, and let's get into this sit-down interview. We're doing another sit-down interview, this time with Ember Moon. Um, you know, And, and it's going to be a long one, folks, so stick with me. Ember Moon. Uh, she's being interviewed. She's talking about her, you know, how does, she feel, how does it feel winning the Royal Rumble? And Ember Moon says that, honestly, she surprised herself with how far she went in the Rumble, let alone win the whole thing. For I mean, for God's sake, she entered at number eight and ended up winning the whole thing. So, you know, for the past couple months, she's been a successful tag team wrestler of Asuka. And with this Rumble win and a singles title match at WrestleMania down the road, it looks like her career is heading down a whole new path. The interviewer, probably Michael Cole. Transitions, uh, I mean, who knows? Probably Michael Cole. I, maybe it's Renee Young. No, I, I, I mean, yeah, I feel that. Um, you know, they, they transition into the conversation about the Elimination Chamber. I know last week we said that the Elimination Chamber, uh, you know, Shayna Baszler is going to be competing in a, uh, defending her women's championship in that Elimination Chamber. Last week we did not say who was going to be in that match. And guess what? We're revealing it now. To the audience, to the kayfabe audience, and to Ember Moon. Um, talking about it reveals the six participants in the Women's Elimination Chamber. 
getting Ember's reaction to each one, reminding her that she'll be facing one of these people at WrestleMania for the SmackDown Women's Championship. First up, first announced for the Elimination Chamber is Carmella, who Ember Moon says is a former champ herself and a great competitor, but they haven't wrestled that often, so she'll be excited to see how that goes. Uh, next up, joining Carmella is Nikki Cross. Ember Moon says that you know they had a great rivalry back in NXT, and she hopes that those great matches can make it to the big stage of WrestleMania, and so she can't wait and hopes to see Nikki Cross win this match. Uh, next up is Naomi. In the Elimination Chamber, Ember Moon says Naomi is an amazing competitor that has had a rough year, but hopefully she can turn it around at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, a couple injuries definitely set her back. Uh, Next up in the Elimination Chamber is Sasha Banks. Moon says that Sasha Banks is the boss. She's she's got a little bit of an attitude now, but she can still go inside the ring. Uh, She she wants to see them lock up extremely bad. But she can just so that she can maybe teach her some things. Ooh, spicy, spicy meatball, spicy Ember Moon. Uh, and next up, and uh, I guess finally, you know, we already know Shayna Baszler's in it, but finally, it will be Asuka. Oh, Ember Moon says Asuka is an interesting choice, but makes sense. You know, the possibility of facing Asuka definitely intrigues her, but we'll see what happens when her, uh, I guess, current tag team partner uh, enters the chamber. Yeah. And, of course, Ember Moon then goes on to say that Shayna Baszler has been a thorn in the side of the women's division for months. She's been bullying people into submission constantly. And if she can make it out of the Elimination Chamber alive, well, then maybe the sun will finally set for Baszler at WrestleMania and the moon will rise for Ember. Nice. Nice way to end that. Very, very good one-liner to end it on. Um, and I do like that... Uh, we're going to get to see possibly Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon again because that feud was awesome. And I'm sure they're going to do great. Yeah, Elimination Chamber's got a lot of potential great matchups. I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking Baszler versus Moon, Baszler versus Asuka, not Baszler versus Asuka, well, also in the chamber, but Baszler versus Moon, Asuka versus Moon, uh, Sasha Banks versus Ember Moon, Nikki Cross, Naomi. I think also, also Carmelo could be great. Mm hmm. There's a, there's a couple, yeah, there's a couple of great ones here. It's just a matter of, you know, who's going to win it. Yeah, it's definitely a great elimination chamber, and I can't wait to see how it stacks up. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. All right, next up, we have One Nation versus Heavy Machinery. Uh, however, while One Nation is entering the ring, the Street Profits attack, and they end up getting a big brawl all the way to the back and fighting and fighting to fighting to backstage but their opponents heavy machinery are still in the ring they are still looking for a challenger because they want to stay blue collar solid they want to have a match they have been hungry for a match lately so gm page comes out and says i love your energy you guys still get a match tonight and it's against none other than uh danny birch and oni lorkin and we get Birch and Lorcan versus Heavy Machinery with Heavy Machinery coming out on top. Okay. Okay. Um, nice. Heavy Machinery getting the victory. Street Profits One Nation. The rivalry continues. What was it? Last week when uh, uh, One Nation attacked the Street Profits during the entrance and then won their match? Mm-hmm. Now Street Profits getting some revenge. 
against One Nation. Interesting to see where this is going, especially, you know, OC being the tag team champions, tag team, I assume the tag team titles are going to be on the line Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wanted to see, like, where this all is headed, where, you know, who's going to who's gonna eke out, who's going to eke out some victories. Hmm. Um, you know, is it going to be the New Day? Is it going to be everybody? Is it going to be one giant cluster <laughs> crap? Cluster crap? Is that a word? Cluster no, crap. Perfect. Um, perfect. Yeah, I love it. I love it. What else is happening, Mikey? Uh, right after that, we have a backstage interview with the New Day about how some people are saying that they won't really fare well with uh, Kofi injured and Kofi not around. Biggie and Woods respond saying that the great thing about the New Day is that each individual is an amazing competitor and they don't need each other to thrive. We have our own goals that we want to pursue in WWE, and we will pursue those. We wish Kobe the best in his recovery, and when he gets back, we'll still be the New Day and have each other's backs like we always have. I like it. Uh, we're continuing the story of New Day. You know, the, 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 the uh, what's the word? Camaraderie? The brotherhood of the New Day? You know, after Kofi's announcing his injury last week, and they're all celebrating with him. It's that they, they don't need the, – the whole good thing about the New Day is that they don't need each other to be great, but they, they are great to get – they are great individually together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're brothers. Yeah. They they share in the uh, – they share in the, the greatness. Yeah. I like it. I like what I'm seeing. Um, keep moving on, Mikey, though. We got a uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks versus Carmella and Nikki Cross. We got four of these women that are announced for the Elimination Chamber match. They're going to be facing each other in a tag team match. Uh, and I, I've already said it, Mikey. Carmella will be getting the win for her team by pinning Ooh, Naomi. Big win for Carmella. Big win for Carmella. You know, you would think that Carmella would be the, um, you know, the least favorite maybe in the Elimination Chamber. Guess what? She pinned Naomi, so eat my butt. Uh, after the match, however, Sasha Banks attacked Carmella and Nikki Cross with a kendo stick and says that it doesn't matter who's in the Elimination Chamber, whether it's Carmella, Cross, or Naomi, who she then hits with a kendo stick, her own partner in this match. Uh, Banks I like can- the idea of Banks helping up Naomi, and then when Naomi goes to turn and leave, she hits her. Oh yeah, Team Bad Reunion? Nah, this is a Banks production. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Perfect. Uh, Banks it's Team B now. Team B. That for stands boss. for boss. <laughs> Banks continues of saying that she doesn't care about a single competitor in this match. She doesn't care if people think she's got a attitude. She will be the last one standing, and she will be the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And you can bank on that. Nice. Then Asuka walks out, gets on the mic, and tells Bank Banks that we'll see about that, and then leaves. There's an interesting exclusion from this whole debacle, and that's the champion. Yeah. Very interesting. Champion sitting this one out. Um, let the let the kids play, and then uh, then. I don't know where this analogy is going, and I'm going to back out of this analogy. <laughs> she doesn't, she doesn't, you know, she, what did she say last week? Is that she doesn't, like, care about any of these other competitors. You know, she's going to win how she always does. Um, she's going to submit people. She's going to knock people out. 
She's going to throw people through glass or something. I don't know. She's going to win. So she's not worrying herself about these people. Yeah. Uh, next up is a promo from the Iconics, a promo package from the Iconics, um, where they say, you know, they talk to management, they talk to their parents, they talk to the government, everybody's talking about the where the hell is the women's tag team division. Well, guess what? The women's division is still here, and they are going for it all. At Elimination Chamber, they are challenging and defeating the country club for the titles for the women's tag team Ooh. championships. And when they then move on to WrestleMania, they'll take on whoever is in their path and finally become the best women's tag team in the world. Billy Kay then corrects Peyton Royce saying that they won't be the best. They will be, Mikey, join with me. One, two, three. Iconic. And then you just make that better in post and like clump it together in post and then like add music it's um, fine we got it we got to take we got it in one you got the idea you got the promo package idea yeah, yeah we got it we, we got the whole thing in one we're good yeah so yes iconics versus the country club at elimination chamber I'm saying it here now folks for the women's tag team championship and we'll see what happens yeah I'm, I'm sure there's a there's a moment where whoever's interviewing them is like but what if the country club win and then billy does the whole you gotta be joking me Gotta be joking. Uh, I don't know. What, I I gotta stop. I, I was trying to do an accent. I think, and I don't. You know gotta be joking me. That's not bad. That's not a bad accent. I'll prove. All right, let's keep moving. Anyway, on. <laughs> next up, we have our main event match: the qualifier for the elimination chamber match between Kevin Owens and Cesaro, who has Sami Zayn in his corner, and Kevin Owens comes out on top, beating Cesaro. However, while Kevin Owens is celebrating after the match, Sami Zayn attacks Owens with a chair. And when Cesaro recovers, him and Zayn put Owens into the Tree of Woe on the turnbuckle and just beat the crap out of his knees with that chair. Oh, my. Really? Holy crap. Quote, injuring Owens. What are you doing uh, vocal quotes there, Mikey? (laughs) I was. Yeah, uh... Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Sammy Zayn. So Kevin Owens is in the chamber. He's in the match. But now he's probably got a bum leg. So. Probably. At least one. At the very least, one bum leg. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh my God. He could have gone pro, but he blew out his knee. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, um. Uh... There's some heat. That's some heat. What is the what's is there anything happening after this match or Well, after this match, the cameras try to get the, the uh Zane and Cesaro leave after they destroy Owens. Cameras are trying to catch up with Zane and Cesaro to get an interview of some sort, talk about the attack, talk about uh Cesaro's loss possibly, but Zane shoves the camera out of his face and both of them get into a car and speed off ending SmackDown Live. Oh Jesus. Yeah, get a little violent with the cameras. Usually they're all about it. Holy crap. Usually they're all about getting interviews and talking it up, but today they weren't having it. They're they're a little more serious today, pushing the cameras out of their faces and just leaving. Yeah, that's that's some uh that's some serious business right there, honestly. I, I don't know what what they have in mind. Maybe we'll find out next week, but definitely, you know, they just had a honest to goodness attack on Kevin Owens 
really attacked his knee. I imagine the cameras would cut back to the audio, the ring to see Kevin Owens, you know, trying to get up, trying to stand or whatever. But probably rest. Yeah, trying to help people up. But it's just like, yeah, that's yeah. Oof. Can we have some doctors helping him up, walking out? Yeah, it's, it's rough. rough. It's rough out there. Jesus. Okay. Well, then Sam Zayn gets. Who man, Sam Zayn. Oh, he is mad. I guess. Um. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That, and that's the show. Honestly, that we're ending it on a sad note for the SmackDown, but. Yeah, it's not not the not the happy ending we we have. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, you know. Well, I guess we'll turn around if Fox wants it. Uh. Yeah. You know. If uh, if the randomizer decides it. Are you are you are you doing are you doing the transition, Mikey? Do we do we have too do we put on too much of a voice? <laughs> Does it sometimes do our voices sound sometimes disingenuous? I think of it that every once Maybe. in a while. Maybe a little bit. It's like sometimes I feel like I'm putting on too much everyone's of a voice. Gotta have a, everybody's got to have a radio. Yeah, voice. I really have a radio voice. Like I really put on a voice, and it's just like, damn. I, and I can't turn it off. That's the problem. I, I, you know, I just do it, and I, I, when I know I'm on, it's really hard. This is just how we talk all the time. Welcome back to Hit the Books with <laughs> uh, QWZ1042. <laughs> the Edge. Coming at you live. The Edge. Coming at you live with the rated R beats. <laughs> and then, and then Gang Grell's entrance music hits. <laughs> <laughs> the brood. <laughs> oh, that song slaps. By the way, can I just say that I was listening? I when I was setting up, when I was editing for the Royal Rumble pay per view, Mikey, uh, I was just listening to a buttload of you know entrance music, obviously. And Jesus Christ, there's so many songs that slap. <laughs> there's so <laughs> many entrance music that honestly, CFO Dollar Sign. Not too bad. CFO dollar sign. Not too bad. They got some slappers in there. CFO kachin kachin. They got some honest to good slappers in there. I was a big yeah. fan. Um, like well, like you said, Mikey, we got the randomizer. It's the end of the show. Uh, randomizer, mm-hmm. like we said, realistic booking podcast. So we got to keep it realistic. You know, injuries and whatnot. You know, uh, like we said, Fox Network maybe wanting some stuff, maybe some additional things like face turns, or whatever. We got to make the show you know realistic in that sense. Um, you know, keep keep a little random, keep a little excitement, make, keep us on our toes, I guess you could say. Uh, and the randomizer allows us to do that, Mikey. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm definitely excited about it. Uh, it's my turn to hit the randomizer. The randomizer, I feel yes, like hates me more. So I, I don't know, man. I injured our champion last week. That was kind of a bummer. Um, you didn't injure our champion last week. Could you injure last week? Oh, we injured our champion at some point. Either way, it's not. A, it's a bummer. Yeah. Um. Okay. Interesting. Oh yeah, last week I rolled our match interference. Yes. Interesting. I got a randomizer pick. Okay. Gimmick change. Oh. Superstar gets a new gimmick. Have we ever gotten that one before? I don't think we've had one. <laughs> Just my voice gets higher and higher. <laughs> That seems like a new one to me. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've ever had it before. Um, okay, gimmick change. Superstar gets a new gimmick. Who desperately needs something, a fresh coat of paint? Hmm. You know, we're looking at this. It's interesting because it's not a heel turn. No. Well, I mean, not necessarily. I guess gimmick changes could be heel turns or face turns. But whoever this is is getting a fresh coat of paint at the very least. We're talking hmm. Mojo Raleigh cracked face person 
We're talking. That led to literal. Not that led to literal. We're talking. Uh, what are you talking about? He's the twenty four seven champion now. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, we're talking. Li- My we're mistake. talking. Liv Morgan going into a bathtub gimmick change. Um, I miss the old. I miss the old Liv. Um, yeah, we're talking some sort of gimmick change here. So I miss Riot Squad Liv. I just miss miss Riot Squad. I miss Blue Tongue Riot Squad Liv. I miss the Riot Squad too. I wish they did better with the Riot yeah. Squad. They deserve better. Yeah, it, it really felt like the Riot Squad was just there to like take up like not take up spots but like they needed spots to be taken up and they were like here's three people and they're like perfect riot quad that riot squad that riot quad would be if they added a fourth riot person quad. correct <laughs> i it's you know it's, I, you're not wrong ryan but i'm definitely not happy about it <laughs> that's basically exactly how i feel anyway we have a okay, gimmick change so gimmick, who's changing their gimmick, gimmick? change who desperately needs some sort of fresh coat of paint? I feel like I feel like if anyone's if anyone could like if anyone is fresh for it, it's probably Seamus because he just came back a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he's still he's still like like he's leaning more toward the heel side, but he's still kind of trying to find his place. So I feel like yeah. I feel like Seamus would be like the easiest to to give it to. Mm-hmm. What about Rowan? Rowan is also an interesting thought. Because Rowan, I don't know what his. To my knowledge, Rowan's gimmick is normal guy. Maybe Rowan right now in our universe, Rowan's gimmick was half of the Bludgeon Brothers. Well, no, because it, well, it was half the Bludgeon Brothers, and then it became like a disciple of of Bray Wyatt person. Yeah, which we ended up creating the Fiend before the Fiend existed. Yeah, I remember that. They had the black. They had the black um, eye paint. Yep. Because <laughs> I didn't know. I couldn't make a clown mask. No. Nor would I have guessed a clown mask. Um. But we had some sort of like disciple of that. Uh. And then they both went to Raw. So whatever the hell happened there, maybe Rowan became a normal guy and became like a Daniel Bryan type normal dude. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the question would be, I mean, Rowan, I guess, Rowan's someone that we could easily do whatever we want with Rowan. Um, There's also, I guess, Eric Young to a certain extent. Um, Birch and Lorkin, maybe we can give them something, give them a gimmick. Yeah. Because right now they're just like, uh, two dudes, two bald guys. Literally, literally they're, they're, their things are one and two. Yes. Like, Throw him up, throw him up, dog. Throw him up, uh, or maybe a new gimmick for Heath Slater or whatever. So I don't know. I think there's some options. Yeah. Any of these? Any people? Any ideas of what we would like to do? This is hard. We never had to come up with a gimmick before, Ryan. No, we haven't, and it's difficult. What do we? What gimmick? What what could be a fun? What do we need? Well, what about that? Is there any like personality type that we sort of need mm. in our shows that you think like we're lacking or something? I think we're missing. I don't really want to say it because it's kind of Drew McIntyre, but like a big monster character, you know, like a big like like a big like like Braun Strowman type, or like a like we're missing like that. Like we have the people for it, like we have the the people, but we don't have nobody has like that that you know nobody has like yeah, that threatening have... like oh man this guy's here now it's a real fight you know 
Yeah, Drew Car- Drew McIntyre is like the charismatic monster. Yeah. And we don't have like an Al Bundy, you know, King Kong, not Al Bundy, King Al Kong Bundy. Bundy. We don't have like a King Kong Bundy or like George the Animal Steel where it's just like, not to say like, because those are very kind of, well, maybe King Kong Bundy less so, but like kind of gimmicky guys. But it's like, we don't have like, just like, McIntyre's the smart monster and no offense to potentially Rowan, we don't have like the dumb monster. They don't have like the big scary one who just punches face. Yeah, his whole thing is just like I'm going to destroy people, but like he's not smart about it. I think I mean he's just he like, can still be smart about it. I just think he's not. He 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 would need a mouthpiece. I I guess I'm just saying that in comparison to McIntyre. Yeah, yeah like Rowan Rowan would be a good guy that would need a mouthpiece of some sort. Yeah, like Rowan, Rowan um, being like this like uncaged like beast. Like like he's finally Maybe that's it. Okay. Maybe maybe we get I don't know. I want I don't I don't want to put Rowan with somebody, but like I also want to put Rowan with somebody. Rowan and Eric Young. I kind of like that. Yeah, there's something there that's like, okay, hold on. There's something there. There's there's feet. There's there's legs. I like that. Rowan and Rowan, Eric okay, Young. Okay, so we're saying Rowan and Eric Young. Rowan is some sort of is this are we? Is it sort of like a Lucha Underground Montanza idea where like Eric Young is controlling the monster that is Rowan, or are they just sort of? I like think two it's dudes more that, that like... Eric Young, or I think Eric Young unleashes Rowan. You know, like he, like he does something to like make Rowan realize like the real monster he is, and the fact, and he could do like whatever, I mean, just makes him like ultra violent, and they just like. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to I it's think, hard to like I think <laughs> No. I think I know what you're thinking. I need you to stop. <laughs> I think you just pitched me yeah, justice. Yeah, I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. No, not what I meant. <laughs> not Jesse and Festus. Biscuits and gravy. No, it's not like when the bell rings, Rowan suddenly like, "Oh boy, here I go killing again." Like <laughs> No, I think it's more like that Eric Young brings out, like, the more, like, violent and brutal side of Rowan. You know, like, hypes him up and being, like, and being, like, you're, you're a big guy. You could, you could destroy anybody you want. What have you been doing late? Like, like, where have you been? You know, like, where is that monster? I haven't seen that. I have like, something like that, you know? <laughs> What's their gimmick? Are they, like, bikers? <laughs> I mean... Can they have biker jackets? Not terrible. Yeah, it was like, well, yeah. I guess the question is like, Rowan's also always been someone that has like, kind of spookiness to him, surrounded him. Like he's in the Wyatt family, he's in the Bludgeon Brothers. They're like not really spooky, but just sort of like scary kind of guys. You know what I mean? Uh, Daniel Bryan, obviously, way less so. He's just a normal guy there. And uh, now on Raw, he has a cage with yeah, him. Yeah, I know that. That has something that sprays out red mist and something that can bite you. Interesting. So I don't know what the hell's happening with that. But but we're talking Rowan Eric Young. Eric Young sees the monster potential in Rowan and tries to get that yeah. out. Like what if what if the gimmick is just that like it is sort of a Festus kind of type, maybe, where it's just like like 
Rowan did this in Bludger Brothers a little bit, where like Harper would have to hit Rowan, right? Yeah, they would have to like hit each other, get themselves yes, up. to get them hyped up. What if it was like Rowan has to get hit with like a chair, and then he just fucking destroys people? It's not too similar to Festus though, Maybe. where it's just like bell rings. Oh, he's oh he's Festus now. Bell rings again. Oh, he is no he is a he is a child. Maybe. Ah, Festus. <laughs> I can't believe Festus is Luke Gallows. <laughs> I love um, it. Um, I like some. I like. I think I like something like that though, like something yep. where it's just like. Talk to me more about your idea because your idea is obviously way better, and I'm just pitching Festus. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's just like I like the idea of that Eric Young sees the potential monster in Rowan and tries to get it out, but doesn't. It's not like an on-off switch, you know. It's like a slow build to Eric Rowan becoming the monster that he can see yeah, he sees him as mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's not like ah yes hit him with a thing turn him on make him a monster turn him off he's just Eric Rowan again like I want Eric Young to push Rowan further and further and further into just being more and more brutal okay I kind of like being this. like look see what you can do to people do you see how like how much of a monster and brutal you could be like do that all the time it's gonna win you matches and like stuff like that you know yeah i think i i think you definitely have more of the idea than i do because my brain for some reason still is not wrapping its head around it i think i need to see what you got i think i need to see i think like we need to write down what we're doing for next week and like do that sort of segment backstagey stuff and then sort of see where we're going because you know already we need we have an open spot at the elimination chamber maybe we're getting a rowan match mm-hmm um versus our truth or something um you know like i i like i would like to see where this is going i like the idea i just need to see it's kind more of, of it it's it's kind of like it's kind of like eric young it's it's like rowan is a caged animal yes like he's a caged beast and eric young is slowly opening the cage okay but as he's doing it he's like making rowan more and more violent mm-hmm Maybe he's like, like, I, like you know what I mean, right? Like it's hard to it's hard to say. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like I think I, I I see what I think I kind of see what you're trying to say, but I think I need to like see it actually happen. So like, I think as he's as he's slowly opening this cage to let Rowan out, he's making him angrier and angrier because mm-hmm. it's like the tease of like opening the cage. It's like oh, you can't get out yet. But yeah. Soon. Can't yeah. get out yet, but soon when it finally opens, Rowan's gonna be like insane, like a monster. Yeah. Well, when we cut this show, let's definitely write that segment for next week and like see where we're going with it. Because I think there's definitely like you're like you said, I think there's something there. There's there's something there, and I can I can sort of more see what you're talking about. But again, I think I just need to like see it written out and maybe see it in action if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've already I guess what I'm saying is I've I've committed. I I'm in for that that gimmick. All right, let's see that. Because I've already, because my brain's greenlit it to be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect, it's perfect. Gimmick change. We're gonna do something with Eric Young and Rowan, um, and I guess everyone will have to, have to see to find out. So if you want to see to find out, subscribe. I would highly recommend subscribing. Uh, what that does is, you know, you get this show in your podcast feed every week, along with uh, another show, uh, Mikey's Indie Five Hundred. Mikey, you want to talk a little bit about that? 
So the Indy 500 is my race through the independent scene. I will be watching 500, watching and reviewing 500 independent wrestling matches throughout the year 2020. And I need your guys, you guys should suggest me some. Uh, use the hashtag HTB500 on Twitter. Add us at HitTheBooksPod. Uh, and send us your indie match suggestions so I can watch them and review them on the show. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you want to subscribe, you'll definitely be getting that in your podcast feed every Saturday. Uh, very much excited about what Mikey's been doing. I think he's been doing great stuff, so I highly recommend checking out that show. Uh, what else? You can also follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Um, there you can see our thoughts uh, along with everyone else in the world universe, uh, along everyone else in the wrestling community about what's happening in the wrestling world. So definitely follow us at Hit the Books Pod. Um, you can also leave a review on iTunes, please. Uh, it definitely helps us. Um, you know, it takes like three minutes, probably less of your time to leave a review. So if you want to leave a five star review on iTunes, please go there now and uh, you know hit that hit that five star point i guess and give us a review uh, anything else mikey or any other plugs you gotta make um i think we're all good that's all the plugs we got yeah uh i guess you can see me in marietta hanging out with cody and pharaoh um i'll be hanging out in the pool you know getting some buds uh you know just, i'm just gonna be a new new best friend i guess you could say is what i'm trying to say mikey is i'm gonna become of the course, new best friend of, of course. cody Rhodes. you're gonna be his new friend yeah you know i'm i'm i think you know, I think realistically speaking, I think the Nightmare Collective, not sorry, another collective, the Nightmare family needs some more people. And, and I, I think I'm the perfect person. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to see more of that, I guess that's going to be the new spinoff show, Cody and Me, uh, is what the show's title is going to be, Cody and Me. Uh, you rolled your eyes at that. I don't, I'm afraid why Cody and Me is a bad name. <laughs> I think it's a perfect name. It greatly describes my adventures of Cody and Me. Sure, man. <laughs> Whatever you say. So subscribe to get that show down the road before I start crying. Uh, and I guess until next time, uh, until next week, uh, for Mikey, I've been Ryan. Uh, and until next time, everybody, we've got two words for you. Book it. <coughs> I'm dying. Cody, help me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>